Hey, I'm Austin, and welcome to the Valley Point Podcast. This week wraps up our three-week teaching series, Bright Eyes. This week, Eric shares about how he has bright eyes for the future of Valley Point Church and lists 10 reasons about why he's so excited about what's to come. Valley Point, are you happy to be here today? All right, why don't you turn to somebody next to you and say, it is so good to see you. Go for it. And I just want to say it is really good to see all of you, and I'm thankful that you're here. And I want to take some time today just to talk to you about having bright eyes. Eyes that are awake and alert and open to everything that is happening around us. And I want to open my heart to you today and really share with you 10 reasons why I am absolutely fired up about Valley Point Church. So if you're newer to Valley Point or if this is your very first day here and you're kind of kicking the tires to see if this is the place for you. I think you've chosen a great day to be here. And that's because you're going to get a real sense of where we're headed and what we think about and what kind of drives us as a faith community. So I think that'll be great for you. And if you've been at Valley Point for a while now, like this is your home and you've unpacked your bags and you know where all the bathrooms are at and you know how to check your kids in and you know stuff, then I think you're going to have a fun day. And here's why. It's because God is taking us somewhere. We're going somewhere with God. And when we journey with God, it's always a good thing. Always. And so here's our big idea for today. It's here. Let's do life together. It's here. We have this whole brand new season out in front of us. So let's do life together. Let's serve. Let's give. Let's link arms. Let's reach. Let's cry together. Let's laugh together. Let's carry each other's burdens. Let's encourage. Let's challenge. Let's invite. Let's pray. Let's care. Let's share. Let's smile. Let's be the church. Because the church is the hope of the world. It's a place where we can find real relationships and real significance. And this is actually what we discover in Acts chapter 16. So Acts is a book in the Bible, and it's an amazing book because it tells the story of the early church and how they began and all of the crazy and wonderful things that happened as a result of people just getting serious about God and choosing to do life together. It's here. Let's do life together. And that's what was happening in the book of Acts. And in chapter 16, we find two church leaders by the name of Paul and Silas, and they're doing some things. And this is what we discover in verse 25. Along about midnight, Paul and Silas were at prayer and singing a robust hymn to God. The other prisoners couldn't believe their ears. So here we've got Paul and Silas. 
and they're the early church leaders, and they're actually in jail. They're in prison, and keep in mind, prisons back in the day weren't like anything we know of today. They were terrible, and they were nasty, and it was no good. And here's church leaders, and they're just doing what God wants them to do, and now they find themselves in jail. Kind of seems like a raw deal, doesn't it? Like, if I really go after God, and if I serve Him, and if I give my life to Him, shouldn't I have health, wealth, and happiness? Like everything's coming up roses, Ethel Merman, 1959. No, it didn't happen back then, and it doesn't happen now. You guys didn't know I knew about Ethel Merman, did you? All right, so back to the story. It says, then, without a warning, a huge earthquake. The jailhouse tottered, and every door flew open, and all the prisoners were loose. Startled from sleep. The jailers saw all the doors swinging loose on their hinges. And assuming that all the prisoners had escaped, he pulled out his sword and was about to do himself in, figuring he was as good as dead anyway when Paul stopped him. Don't do that. Like, this is not a good idea. Don't pull it off because we're all still here. Nobody's run away. So don't take your life. Stop right now. The jailer got a torch and he ran inside. Badly shaken, he collapsed in front of Paul and Silas and he led them out of the jail and asked a great question. Sirs, what do I have to do to be saved, to really live? And they said, put your entire trust in the master Jesus. Then you'll live as you were meant to live and everyone in your house included. They went on to spell out in detail the story of the master and the entire family got in on this part. Talk about real relationships, right? I mean, here's a guy who doesn't have that forever friendship with God and he's in the middle of a really bad day and something happens to him where he knows that he's going to lose his life. And so instead of having somebody take that from him, he decides, I'll just take it myself. And Paul and Silas, these church leaders are like, no, 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 hang on. We want to tell you about somebody who can make your life real and you can have purpose and you can move with intentionality. And he's like, I want that. And so he enters into this forever friendship by trusting in the master, Jesus, alone. That's a real relationship. They never did get to bed that night. The jailer made them feel at home, dressed their wounds. And then he couldn't wait till morning. He was baptized. He and everyone in his family, there in his home, he had food set out for a festive meal. Talk about real significance. All right, here's a guy who's about to kill himself, and now he's helping and feeding people, doing something significant with his own life. Here it is, Acts chapter 16, real relationships, real significance. It was a night to remember, as you can imagine. He and his entire family had put their trust in God. Everyone in the house was in on the celebration. I want to share some good news with you. And that is God is using Valley Point. God is using us 
to do Acts 16 kinds of things. And it's incredible. It's incredible. I want to let you know that we just walked through the greatest summer in the history of our church. It's never been better than this. Historic stuff here. Our attendance in June, July, and August was just amazing. As a matter of fact, that average was 32% higher than our summer average in 2011. And it was 61% higher than our summer average in 2010. And our summer just ended with 20 plus kids giving their hearts to God and trusting in Jesus alone. And 65 people engaged in serving others. Yeah, go God. Yeah, but there's still so much more to do, isn't there? There's still a whole lot of people outside of here who need to enter into a real relationship with Jesus, and we want to do our very best to get words out to them and help them know that there is hope and there is someone who can give them guidance and direction. There's a lot more to do. It's here. It's here. Let's do life together. So I just want to open my heart a bit and talk to you about 10 different reasons why I think this next season in front of us is going to be God-sized and we're going to see incredible things happen. So are you ready for this? Well, are you ready for this? That's, you can respond to that. All right. Wow, we might need to open up the coffee station again here. All right. Here's reason number one. It's our Love Week remix. And one of the things that we launched about two years ago is something called Love Week. And it's a week where we go out and we just do the kinds of things that we think Jesus would do to serve others. And so we've done all kinds of different things. We've fed firefighters and police officers. We've read to elementary age school children. We've cleaned parks. We've cleaned football fields. We've given out water. And we've had a lot of fun with this. This year, we want to take that spirit of go, serve, and love, which has kind of been our thing. When we talk about love weeks, it's let's go, let's serve, and let's love, and let's have a lot of fun with this. So we want to take that spirit of go, serve, and love to a new level this year by having love days. So instead of love weeks with gaps in between, we want to have love days, one per month, where we're just focused on serving our community. Some of these love days will be collection days, where we ask you to bring stuff back to the campus right here. And we bomb out the lobby with all kinds of different things, and then we'll take what you give and we'll distribute that. So some of our love days will be collecting things that happen on a Sunday. And then we're going to have other love days that will be on a Saturday where we gather at the Bethel Road campus and we get together and then we give people assignments and you with your family and your friends can go out for a couple of hours and get your hands dirty actually serving and loving other people. I think it's going to be incredible. Love days, one every month, and we want to give you enough information so you know what to do and you're prepared and all of us can participate in this. It's a Love Week remix. It's going to be great. So our very first love day, is actually next Sunday, and it's going to be a collection day, and here's what we want you to bring. Shoes 
and food. How fun is that going to be, right? We want you to bring shoes, gently used shoes or new shoes of any size, and we're going to give them away to an organization that gives shoes to people in America and around the world. Now, I want you to think about this. Shoes are kind of a normal thing for us, aren't they? Like, we just have shoes, and a lot of us have plenty of shoes, and some people spend a lot of money on shoes, and when our shoes wear out, we just go and get new shoes. That's not a big deal to us at all. Shoes, we just go and we get them. And shoes are everywhere. Shoe stores all over the place. So we just get shoes. No big deal. But in some places in our country and around the world, having something to put on your feet is kind of a luxury. And so we're going to give our shoes away. And so I'll bring shoes with you. I actually think it would be amazing if one of your last acts next Sunday is to take the shoes that you have on your feet and leave them out in the lobby and walk out knowing what that feels like. Now, some of you are laughing, but I'm actually serious. I think that would be amazing. And it probably should be your last act, because if you do that first and come in here without shoes, that's kind of an awkward thing. So save it for going out the door. But I think it would be wonderful if a lot of people said, you know what, I'm going to give the shoes on my feet away. We're also going to collect food next week for the loaves and fishes food bank that serves needy individuals and families right in our area and in your program. You can kind of find out what you're supposed to bring. And I just think it would be a wonderful sign of our love for our community if we just bomb out that lobby with a lot of shoes and a lot of food, and then we're going to package that all up and we're going to give it away. This is our Love Week remix, and I think it's going to be incredible because we're doing things that are very close to the heart of Jesus. By the way, when we do things for others without expecting anything in return, that's doing stuff that's close to the heart of Jesus. It really is. Do you want to be close to the heart of Jesus? Do you want that? Then get involved in love days because they will be amazing. So that's next Sunday. And then on Saturday, October the 20th, we're going to have our first Saturday event. We'll gather at the Bethel Road campus. You can come with your family, and you'll have different things to choose from. And we'll get to go out and serve and love people in practical ways. I am fired up. I'm fired up about our Love Week remix. It's going to be great. All right, here's reason number two. It's growing leadership. See, back in June, we adjusted our leadership structure to give more leaders the chance to lead and have a voice and impact others. And so we invited some new individuals into our elder team. And it's not that we had a problem with this before. We just thought we're a growing church. There's a lot of people around here who have wonderful ideas, who love God. We need to invite them in so we can hear their voice. And so we brought in these new elders. And elders are unpaid servants here at Valley Point. And they encourage people. They protect the unity of the church. And they also hold me accountable. And I want to let you know that these new elders have entered and they're already making a difference. And God is using them to lead. And it's been wonderful. Beyond the elder team, though, we're trying to find more and more 
and more ways to let leaders lead and let their voice be heard. There's a lot of high-capacity people here at Valley Point. And again, as we grow, we're going to need your voice. And so we want to continue to find more and more ways to let leaders lead. And if you enjoy that, then we need your voice. If you like leading, and if God has gifted you that way, then you should be sharing that with the church. I think a lot of people like to lead in other ventures, and maybe that's you, and and you're out there doing high-capacity things, but you don't feel that you have time for this. Like you're busy doing a lot of other stuff, but this is just kind of a thing that you do. So we get it. You're important, but not more important than Jesus. And if that's you, we need your voice. We need your input. And I am fired up about growing leadership here and how we're finding more and more ways to give voice to you and to hear what you're saying so that we can implement and then do and be a dynamic, growing church. I'm fired up, fired up about growing leaders. Here's reason number three. It's our staff growth. I could talk about all of our staff members, but I'm going to zero in on two new areas for us. So we have paid staff here at Valley Point as well, and they do an incredible job. And I want to talk to you about some newer areas and some newer adjustments. So Ben Jones is now our communications pastor. What is that? Like, what does that mean? What does this person do? Well, it's about gathering our information and our communication efforts and sharing that in a coordinated and unified effort so that we share the story of Valley Point Church. And we want to share that story with you. We want you to know about what's happening and what's coming and how you can connect and how you can get involved and all of that stuff. But we also want the story of Valley Point to be shared with those who aren't here yet. And we want to get that word out and we want to push our brand so that they recognize this is a place when they walk through transition and tragedy that they might be able to receive some help. And so the communications pastor is all about sharing our story with those of you who are here and those who aren't here yet. And Ben is doing a great job with this role. Ben is also part of our teaching team. And many of you have already benefited from his teachings, and you'll hear more from him in the months to come. Ben's actually been at Valley Point for 10 years now, and he's filled a variety of roles, and it's been really fun to watch him grow. And he's now serving as our communications pastor, telling the story of Valley Point and getting that out there. So we also have a student ministry director now. His name is Bradley Britton, and He's here to work with our 6th through 12th grade students, and he's been on staff for a couple of months, and he got married about a month ago, and we're going to have a party for him today over at the Bethel Road campus, and I hope everybody can come and just say hi to Brad and Naomi. But we're really encouraged with this because we now have some concentration on our students, which is important. So just this last Wednesday, they started their program at the Bethel Road campus for 6th through 12th grade students. And if you have a kid in that age range, make sure that they get there and that they bring a friend with them because that's going to serve as the hub for what they do. And it'll be good for your students and it'll be good for you. So I'm just fired up, really fired up 
about staff growth and what's happening here so that we can effectively serve others. Here's reason number four. It's our compassion remit. So when it comes to compassion, both locally and globally, there is two different approaches that we can take. We can take a flashlight approach, which casts a broad light, or we can have a laser-like approach that really zeroes in on a specific area with a bright light. So we've chosen to have a laser-like approach. And with our compassion efforts, we want to do a few things, but we want to do them with excellence. A couple of weeks ago, Chuck Ward from MANA Worldwide was here, and many of you got to experience that day. Chuck is a wonderful servant of God, and many of you have gone on trips with Chuck as we've gone to Panama and Guatemala, and so he was here a couple of weeks ago, and he talked to us about how we're going to have our very own feeding center in Smolensk, Russia. Like, it's ours now. We own it, and its success depends on us. And I'm really, really excited about sharing with you how we're going to make that happen and how we're going to pull that off. It's going to be fun. So we've got this feeding center now in Smolensk, Russia, that feeds orphans and kids. I mean, it just does amazing things. That's ours. In addition to having that feeding center in Smolensk, we also wanted to open up our very own feeding center in Central America. And so Chuck was here a couple of weeks ago, and we got to meet with him, and we talked to him and just said, Chuck, what's happening around the world? And what is God doing? And where is he working? And let's just go there. Let's get involved in that. Where do you really, really need help? And so Chuck gave us a couple of different ideas, and we landed the plane. And I want to announce to you for the first time that our next compassion trip will be March 21st through the 28th. And that'll be in the year 2013, obviously. It's going to be to Guatemala. And we're excited about this because we get to help launch a whole new work. Like a whole new thing. So, Mana Worldwide told us that they have missionaries who are ready to go there, and there is no feeding center, there is no church, there is no playground, there is no clinics that are happening, just nothing. But they have people, and they're going to be there soon, and we get the chance. Imagine this, it's amazing. We get the chance to actually go there and help build a feeding center, and then sponsor that and support that. We have the opportunity, potentially, to help build a physical church. We have the opportunity to go in there and do clinics and build playgrounds and whatever else they need. And we want to have this laser-like focus on feeding centers with MANA worldwide, both in Smolensk, Russia, and in Guatemala. And the doors are wide open. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that we'll be able to do with them. But I am fired up. I mean, just really, really fired up about this compassion remix and how we're going to have a very direct focus on feeding centers and making sure that they happen, and then we're just going to watch what God does with us. I'm fired up about our compassion efforts and our remix there. All right, here's reason number five. It's our very own Valley Point Worship CD. So this is coming soon. It's pretty cool. And I want to let you know that behind the scenes, Austin Sisk, our worship director, has been putting together a CD and building that. 
and recording that, and we're about ready to release that soon. It's going to have five songs that Austin has written that we sing exclusively here at Valley Point, which is pretty cool. Like, nobody else sings these songs. We do it, and we want to give you the opportunity to now share that. One of the things I love about our staff is watching them get pretty excited about helping other people respond to the greatness of God and know about him. And that's really happening with this CD. We have a very talented staff, and they're pointing people to Christ with what they do. And so when this CD gets released, which you'll have a chance to buy or download, when it gets released, here's the deal with it. It's a tool. It's really all it is. It's a tool for you to use to invite people to Valley Point. It's a tool to help you invite people to consider the greatness of God. I'm fired up about our very own Valley Point worship CD. Most churches don't get the chance to talk about this, and we do, and it's going to be a great thing for us. All right? Here's reason number six. It's our improved growth opportunities, meaning we have more life groups and men's groups and ladies' groups and recovery groups. And I want to encourage everybody in here to consider jumping into a life group for this fall semester. And here's why this is important. I mean, we don't just push this and we don't just say it because it's kind of a church thing to do. It's really valuable for all of us, and here's why. It's because it gives you the chance to meet new people, it gives you the chance to connect with God, and it gives you the chance to hang out socially. So all three of these things are pretty important for us. And when you jump into a life group, you meet new people, you connect with God, and you get to hang out socially. And so I want to encourage you as you leave today, consider jumping into a life group because it's valuable. And you can go out to the guest services table, and they've got a list of places that will probably be near your home. And you can sign up for that, and you can give it a shot. It is a great thing to do, to meet new people, to connect with God, and to hang out socially, things that are important for all of us. We also have this coming to Valley Point. It's Financial Peace University. So if you would love to just get a great handle on your finances, and you want to have some success there, and you want to see some things get straightened out, there's a group that's going to meet, and you'll get to meet new people, and they're going to talk about how God deals with finances. So we'll connect with God, and there'll also be some hangout time socially, and you'll get the chance to just package your finances in such a way that it puts a smile on the face of God, and that's coming this month, and you can sign up for that today out in the lobby as well. We have a marriage weekend that's going to come back in January of 2013. We had a great time with that last year. Just a lot of fun for couples. Kind of zeroing in on that. We're going to do that again in January. And then we're also going to bring back the Coffee House Gospel in March. Just some practical ways that we can take the story of what God has done and how that kind of intersects with our story and then share that with people in practical ways in natural ways. That's what the coffee house gospel is about. So I am fired up about improved growth opportunities. Here's reason number seven. It's our vision map. So one of the things that I've been working on behind the scenes is trying to figure out how we move people here 
at Valley Point. And how do you take your next steps? How do you grow spiritually? How do you deepen your friendship with God? So you're here. What's the path? What's next? What does this look like? And so I've been working on this vision map, and here it is, and it really centers on real relationships and real significance. And if we just continue to work that, guess what it produces for all of us? It produces deep followers of Christ. I mean, it's just going to naturally happen. So let's think about real relationships with God. On the weekend, we try to take everybody's attention and say, look up. Because there is a God who loves you and cares for you and has a wonderful plan for your life. And if you've never trusted in him alone, you can do that. You can embrace him as a forever friend and you begin that real relationship with God. But beyond the real relationship with God, we also want to encourage people to chase real relationships with others. And how do we do that? Well, it's through group life. It's by jumping in. And hanging out with people, connecting with God, and having a lot of fun with that, that gives us real relationships. Now, what about real significance? Well, all of us can have that. You can have that. I can have that. People who aren't here yet can have that when we do missional types of things with our life. Like love dates. Bringing shoes to give away is kind of a significant thing. And there's a lot of churches that probably won't ask you to give up your shoes, but we're going to do that, and we're going to have fun with that. It's kind of a missional thing because we're giving, and again, there's nothing closer to the heart of God than when we give, when we go on compassion trips and just give our life away. These are missional moments that give us all real significance, and that will produce deep followers. So when we just continue to pound away at this over time, when we consistently do the right things again and again and again, I am convinced that it will increase our relational closeness with Christ and we will be deep followers. By the way, you can enter at any point. I think a lot of people naturally enter because of a relationship friendship with somebody or a relationship that they have with God or maybe they come to Valley Point and they trust in Christ for the very first time and they begin that. A lot of people begin with that real relationship thing, but some people actually enter Valley Point because they want to do significant things with their lives. And one of our marks in this community, one of the things that we're becoming known for is that we do those kinds of things. We actually care. We look out and we do stuff beyond the walls here. And that's wonderful. That's amazing. I think God loves that. So you can enter at any point. And by the way, you can invite at any point. You can invite people into a real relationship or you can invite people to do significant things with their life and just start them on this journey of real relationships and real significance. And again, when we just get after that, it produces deep followers. And you'll be seeing and hearing more about our vision map in the future. And guess what? I'm fired up about the vision map. I think it's a great thing. And it's going to be fun just to talk about that and to continue just to encourage everybody to get involved and and to chase these things. Because at the end of the day, it helps us become deep followers. And that's where we all need to get.
All right, reason number eight. It's our intentional focus on finding God in his word. So here's how that happens at Valley Point. Every weekend, we unpack a paragraph, and we discover God in his word. What is God saying? What does God want for me? What does God want me to do? How does God want me to think? And we try to investigate that stuff. Today, we've jumped into Acts chapter 16, and we're thinking through an individual who's about to throw his life away, but he found a friendship with God, and he started to do significant things with his life. And it's just a wonderful story. So we want to encourage people to intentionally get into God's word. One of the ways we do that is on the weekend. And we're committed every weekend to unpacking a paragraph right here. There's a second part to this, though. And that is you being intentional about getting into God's word on your own and feeding yourself outside of what happens on Sunday. So on Monday through Saturday, guess what we need? We just need a growing number of people who are convinced that what God says right here matters and it makes a difference and he has things to say about how we can live and how we should live and when we investigate this on our own, it helps us in unbelievable ways. By the way, this is the number one way to deepen your friendship with God. Like if you're kind of bored and drifting and I don't sense God anymore, well then feed yourself. Jump into God's word outside of what happens here. That's the number one way to deepen your friendship. And so we want to continually push everybody to have this intentional focus on finding God in his word. We need God. I mean, don't you feel that way sometimes? I mean, I need God in desperate ways. And sometimes we want him to always pick us up and bail us out. And God the whole time is saying, you know what? You can find that. You can discover that. You can see that in my letter to you. So let's have this intentional focus on finding God in his words. And I'm just fired up about how we're going to see that happen. And more and more people are going to jump in. And we're going to see life change as a result of people just simply finding out what God says in his word. I'm fired up about finding God in his word for all of us. All right, here's reason number nine. It's 1013 by 2013. So about two years ago, I shared with you guys what I sensed God was doing in our faith community. And it involved a number. And it involved a number because God cares about numbers. And every number represents a growing and a changed life. And so they're valuable and they're important. And so we kind of threw up this big number on the wall and said 1013 by 2013. In other words, we want to reach 1,013 regular attenders by December 2013. This is our dream, and this is where God is taking us. So how are we doing with that? Well, our expectation after our best summer ever is that we're going to end this year and be more than halfway there, which is really exciting news. And so I want to encourage you to keep inviting. Do you know that if every person that's here today over the next 15 months reached out and invited one person 
we would more than exceed that goal. That's how close we are. That's how within reach this is for all of us. And really, it's a focus on one. See, God's job is the big number, and we'll be whatever God wants us to be at the end of the day. But we all should be focusing on one, one invite, one prayer, one conversation, one kind act. We're on that path, and it's been fun to watch. And so I want to encourage you to keep welcoming people and keep inviting. Get your friends here. Fill that chair next to you. And to help with that, we've actually created a new inviting station in our lobby. And it just is filled with information about our church and who we are and what we do. And sometimes you don't always know what to say to people. So you can just grab some of that stuff and give that out and invite people to join you here. I'm fired up about 1013 by 2013. And we're on that path. And it's fun to watch. All right, finally, reason number 10. It's you. It's you. You guys are amazing. And I love what's happening here. And I love where God is taking us. And it's unique. And it's unexplainable. I was actually talking to my wife a couple of weeks ago, and we were thinking through some of this stuff, and I asked her to write a letter to Valley Point Church that just kind of expresses how grateful and how thankful we really are for you. And so she's going to share that letter in just a moment. But I want to let you know that God is taking us somewhere. God is taking us somewhere. And we couldn't be happier to be on that journey with you. I'm going to read my letter that I wrote to you, Valley Point. Dear Valley Point Church, this week we began our third school year at Garnet Valley Schools, and it feels normal. We made a huge transition in life moving here. As I talk to different people I meet, I'm asked frequently, but are you happy since you moved far away from friends and family? I can truly say we are happy being here. We have great memories with many people who mean a lot to us in the Midwest, and we miss our family, but we have made amazing friends here at Valley Point. Thank you so much for reaching out to us. Thank you for loving us. Hebrews 10.25 says, Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another. Each week, I love coming here to Valley Point. It's so encouraging to, it's so encouraging to see you. Thank you for loving our kids. I'm so thankful for the adults here at Valley Point who have invested in my children. Some of you have taught them. Some of you have encouraged them. And I really appreciate the effort to help them build friendships and connect. Thanks for caring for them. Happy people are connected people. In our past moves, it took about three years for our place to feel like home. We are the furthest we've ever been from family, and we have felt at home for a long time now. Valley Point, you are amazing. I hope we as a family can help others feel at home here. Moves, changes in life, and transitions aren't easy. You experience a few bumps and hurts on the journey, 
but being connected here has been a huge help and a blessing to our family. I have a dream, the same dream for us here at Valley Point. I meet people constantly in the midst of transitions in life, and we need to be a place of hope. We need to be the church. Thank you, Valley Point. I just want to say that we love you guys, and it's a fun ride that we've been on, and sometimes I just consider it a, a great privilege and an honor, and I'm often very, very humbled with the fact that I get to represent and serve the great people, great people of Valley Point Church. So join me. I'm asking you to join me now in helping Valley Point Church be the hope of the world. Father, we're just so thankful for a little bit of time today to think about what's coming and what you have in front of us. God, I just pray that you would use today to really light a fire in all of us some new things that are coming and new things that are happening and adjustments and there's a whole new season out in front of us. God, it's here. It's here. It's time for us to do life together so that we can help people find you, help people respond to you and just discover real relationships and real significance, God. Use this day to engage us and to light a fire in us to do exactly what it is that you have called us to do. And that is to be the church. Be the church. God, help us now. We give this to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for listening. We'd also like to invite you to join us for any of our Sunday gatherings as well at the Garnet Valley Middle School at 9.15 and 11 a.m.